Welcome to the Voices of the Goddess podcast. We believe that there is a goddess inside each and every one of us. When we use our voice to share that goddess, we support and uplift each other. Join us each week as we interview women to receive the message of their goddess within. everyone and welcome to Voices of the Goddess podcast where we empower, inspire and uplift women to be the goddesses they were meant to be. I'm your co-host Julietta, also known as the Magical PT. I'm a physical therapist here in Fort Lauderdale where I have my own practice called Body and Soul PT. I am a holistic alternative magical woo-woo crazy PT and uh I, I mostly help the people that no one else could help so, um, and just have a lot of fun doing it. And uh, it's 30 years now, which is just crazy to me that I could possibly have been doing this work for 30 years, but I love it. And that makes it easy to keep going and doing it. And when I'm not helping people on their healing journey. I'm either podcasting with my bud Allison or I'm making jewelry and art with crystals. And um, also all of my creative stuff is in the spiritual healing realm as well. So enough about me. Tell us about you, Allison. Well, I was actually going to add in there too. Like I look at you as someone where you like people, are, like your regular you think you have no other option. Like someone tells you, yeah, it's just, you're just getting old. You just got to live with it. Right. And no, go see Julietta. She'll fix you all up. So anyways, my name is Allison Mancini. I am the operations and human resources director at the Gold Digger Girl. It's G-O-A-L. And we are a company that helps women show up authentically and men too. We do have some gold digger dudes. Um, but we help women and men show up authentically on social media and really essentially help uh, women that are wanting to build their business and take it to that next level. That is where our sweet spot is. And I get the honor of supporting our staff and our students. Um, I am also certified as a holistic nutritionist and currently getting my functional nutrition certification. So I'm a huge believer in you know, if we want to be our best as women out there in the world and do all these amazing things, we have to take care of ourselves. And one of the ways we do that is through the food that we eat, because food is energy, as we talked about earlier. And when we put crappy energy in our bodies, we get crappiness out of it. So don't do that. Once in a blue moon. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even tell you. We went to Coney Island yesterday on the way home from Michigan. I have been paying for it for the last 24 hours. Like it tasted so good eating it. And within an hour we were on the plane and my husband looked at me, he's like, how you feeling right now? I'm like, yeah, it's not good. <laughs> it's not good. I had a chili dog and chili fries. It was bad. It was so good going down, but it was bad. Anyways, I digress. I also am <laughs> a mom to two amazing young adults, a 25 year old and a 22 year old. Been married to my husband for almost 29 years. And we have two really, really cute German short hair pointer dog puppies. They have a year and a half old and a six month old. And we have a sponsor for this month that I would love to tell our audience about. Please do. All right. Our sponsor, High Vibrations Energy Healing, which is owned by Rebecca Schaefer. They offer Reiki, meditation, and kundalini yoga to heal emotional and physical pain and bring one into alignment with their true self. 
Reiki and Kundalini yoga is a powerful combination that can be used to heal subconscious patterns, strengthen the nervous system, activate the neutral mind, and bring one to higher levels of consciousness. You can visit highvibrationsnow.com to learn more and book a Reiki session, participate in a cosmic Kundalini and Reiki healing circle, or register for an upcoming Kundalini yoga class. And Rebecca Schaefer, who is the owner, is a Reiki master and Kundalini yoga teacher. And she was also a guest of ours on the podcast just about two months ago, I guess, like the end of May. And um, she's awesome. And you know her well personally, worked with her. So that's very cool. Yes, she is excellent at what she does. And like I said, as someone who's been in the spiritual energy world for a long time now, this girl is the real deal. She's got she's got great skills and great knowledge, and I highly recommend her. And she can do the Reiki virtually, which is yes. cool. So even though she's down here in Fort in the Southeast Florida area, mm-hmm. like us, anyone can benefit from her services because she does work. She does distance yeah. work. So it's awesome. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's do this. I'm laughing because, you know, the topic that I, you know me, I have to bring up stuff that nobody wants to talk about. But um, in an earlier episode, we were talking about, you know, I'm, I'm reading the Marie method of... Uh, purging your stuff, organizing your life. And, uh, you know, her whole concept is you have to touch everything you own and decide if it brings you joy or not. If it brings you joy, you get to keep it. If it doesn't bring you joy, you get to get rid of it. And she always recommends starting out with clothes. And uh, so I told Allison off screen, um, I haven't had that. What she really wants you to do is like pull everything you own and like put it all in a pile and then just one thing, one thing. Yeah. Okay. I see that where they like throw everything in the middle of the room. I'm like, oh my God, that just gives me anxiety seeing it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so I didn't have time to do that. This this weekend though, I did, I, I pulled on my underwear because you only have so many pairs of underwear. And I went through and I did. I joy, not joy, joy, not joy, whatever. But then I'm going, okay, the next thing I'm going to tackle, because I have a limited number of it, are my bras. But as a well-endowed woman, I, I'm, I have yet to ever find joy that I can say brings me joy. And, like, I've tried them all. Oh, my God. I know I've even, I've even recommended some to you and I don't, not in that place, but I know you've struggled with that. Did you just get rid of all your bras? Are you just going free today? What's up? (laughs) I'm wearing a bra today. (laughs) Although I'm going, man, on some of these podcast days, I'll just sink down and you won't see them at all. And, but I went out to lunch with someone today. So bra was required, but I try like in all the ones are like, oh, this is the best bra for, you know, women with large breasts, blah, blah, blah. No, I have yet to find it. If someone actually truly knows one out there that I can wear it all day and come to my house and not because I walk in the door. First thing, my shoes come off because I like to be barefoot. And the second thing that comes off is the bra because it's the worst. Like, 
I was just thinking, I don't know that I could really look at any of my bras and I'm not like, I'm, I'm average size. I don't know that I could look at any of my bras and say, yes, that bra brings me joy because none of them are exactly like just how you want it to be. There's always something missing. Like, even if you find that bra that's like, oh yeah, this is great. I love the way it fits. Like a month later, it doesn't because, you know, they like stretch out or whatever. Anyways. Yeah. That's a, that's a tough one. I don't know that I'd be able to find joy in any of my bras. So if anybody knows a bra that brings joy, okay. please let us know. <laughs> Bring it to our attention. Okay. So just so you know, I'm going to give you a disclaimer. The dogs might start barking. So if I go on mute, that's why. So okay. I'll let you. So we you need doing? to bring our guest on. She's sitting there. so <laughs> Hi, Brie. How are you both? Good. We're awesome, except for we're not joyful about our bras, but... It is what it is. All I know is if, as long as there's no wire involved, then there's more joy. <laughs> I can't say it's it's the most joy I've ever received, but less wire, more joy is the equation that I figured out. I have lots of wire-free bras. And when the ladies are big, the wire-free ones are not quite the amount of support that you want. But I still, by the end of the day, I hate them too. So anyway, but more importantly, Brie, would you please introduce yourself to our audience? Tell them who you are and what you do. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Uh, I enjoyed listening backstage to uh, learning about you ladies and what you're doing and the amazing things that's going on in, for you in the world. Uh, I am Brie Tertaglione. I go by Brie Undeniably, which is where you can find me on all my sites and sources. Uh, what I do is I'm a motivational speaker out of my story and what's happened in my life, which uh, I believe we'll get to talk about at some point in this conversation. But uh, I'm also a certified school counselor. I am working on another license for clinical mental health counseling. I'm an emotional wellness coach, and I'm also a podcaster as well. Well, welcome to the show. We're so happy you could join us today. Thank you. And because we're on a timeline here, we're going to dive right into these questions. And our first one, Brie, is what is one book that you wish every goddess would read and why? I love this question so much. And actually, again, listening to you two ladies, you might be familiar with it. The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle is absolutely a must read for it was life changing for me. I know people who I have recommended it to. It has been uh, had a similar impact on them, but it brings us into now, obviously, the power of now. But what is that power? The power of us, the power of us in the now, the power of what can happen with us in the now. Uh, it's a philosophy that I hold really dearly and deeply, both with myself and my clients. It's something that's really used actually across studies, both in, in a lot of counseling practices, coaching practices, and healing practice, practices alike. So being able to really cultivate that mindfulness and that power of now is something that can be really really a shifting experience for women. That book is interesting for me. I think I first read it like when it was first released. And I don't know. I don't remember now like where 
what frame of mind I was in at the time or whatever, but it was, the concept was not difficult for me, but reading his book and his way of putting it somehow was difficult for me. And um, then I was doing another training. This is probably four years ago or so. And what is his other book? Um, oh. I know, I know the name of it too, and I just don't, can't think of it off the top of my head. Anyway, it was like a required reading for this training, and I was like, "No," <laughs> but I read that. Is it like New Earth Now or something? Like a new, that? oh, a New Earth, a, a new, new Earth. Earth. There yeah, you go. That's it. Either that book is written in a completely different tone, or it's just I'm in a completely different space. But I enjoyed reading him, <laughs> and. Um, Sometimes I'm like, I should go back and reread um, his first book and maybe I'll take it differently this time. You know, I can say that when I read it, I did notice a lot of repetition, which felt a little bit monotonous, but also it was sort of just solidifying a practice for me. That was how I interpreted it. But I can understand that it might not have the same impact for everyone. So the concept is absolute the more you can be in the now the better your life will be guaranteed for sure all right our next question brie because women in general we tend to take care of everybody else first and we put ourselves last and so we're really trying to get everyone out there to understand the importance of self-care and taking care of yourself so that you are able to take care of the others in your life that you want to take care of. So what is your favorite self-care practice and how does it support you? Yeah, another amazing question. Um, I'm going to kind of answer this in two parts. So I like to see self-care, I like to anchor it to my days because as you said, not we, a lot of women will take care of others before we take care of ourselves. And then the 24 hours have passed. So I actually like to do self-care anchors and I make sure that I do one in the morning and one in the evening. Uh, the morning, very soon after I wake up and in the evening, very soon before I go to bed. So I can tell you what those two are and why they, you know, how they're incorporated into my life. But the morning one is going for a run, which connects to my story, which again, details if, if we do get into that. But the running piece for me is a, is a really big part of me connecting with my body, connecting with nature, connecting with my environment in my world and starting my day off on uh, in a place that I feel empowered. So um, even for women who are listening, if it's not running, if that's not your thing, it once was not my thing. So if that is not your thing, that connection to nature, that connection uh, to your environment, really getting outside has been uh, really helpful for me. So that's kind of a, a, a scaffold if you if you want to change it up a little bit. And for the evening, very similar, it's just more relaxing. I love to bathe. I have found that bathing is a really connected practice for me, where it's not just washing my body and getting ready for to go to bed, but it can feel spiritual. Uh, I do do meditation when I'm in that body of water. I do sort of reconnect to myself, run through my day, and it's all under, you know, 
a really in a really relaxing moment for me. So I'll light candles sometimes, put soft music in the background. It's a really great way to end my day and empower me for the next one. Nice. I love that. I had a I have a very good friend. She was a at the time she was a CEO of a big company. Um and that was her one thing. She had to come home and like have a bath. It was like her transition from CEO hat to mom and wife hat. You know, she needed that bath transition. So I totally can can understand that. That's awesome. Yeah, so powerful. So our next question for you is, so we all have those days where we maybe have a lot on our plate. Maybe we, you have podcasts, you're doing an interview, you've got clients, but you wake up and you're just not quite feeling it, like just not yourself. How do you, what do you do to get yourself going in the right direction to motivate yourself or do whatever you need to do to be able to show up for others in your life that you have to show up for? So for me, it's not necessarily a a practice as much as it is my orientation to life. And that is moving through the day or the week or the year, moment to moment to moment. I found when I break it down and, you know, we bring it back to that power of now, I'm able to really recenter if I continue to remind myself that my life is a series of moments and what feels like it might be happening to me or around me right now is just a part of this experience, but there's another moment that a new experience might arise. So that's really how I orient myself to my life. And that's how I really push through is breaking it down into the smallest, most micro pieces that we possibly can to be able to continue to transition to the next phase. If we're talking about a, a specific habit though, and I can't say I do this all the time, but I have found Mel Robbins five second rule. If you can't get out of bed, it's really, really powerful to help you just get out of your own head, give yourself a countdown and do the thing you have to do. So if it's really a, a moment like that where I, I've got to do it, that five second rule is very helpful. Yeah, that's so interesting because I just was recently watching an interview of Mel Robbins where she kind of talks about the five second and why it's like so why it's why it works the way that it does. And she basically talks about it for those of you, and I'm guilty of this, of hitting the snooze button. <laughs> and how you use I know so bad. And how you use the five second rule to not to, to break that habit. It was actually really, really interesting. And I have her book in my collection of books back here and I really need to read it, but I love that idea. That's awesome. Um, okay. So our next question for you is, and we know that there's probably could be more than one, but what is one life experience that really has um, put you in the, in the direction that you're going now has really got you on your journey where you're at now? Yeah, so this is the experience that I have referred to a few times. It has been life-changing for me. And it was an experience that in the time did not feel like a positive experience at all. It was really scary. And that is when uh, actually I, I'm in New York City and the day that New York City effectively went into a remote space and everything shut down, it was March 17th of 2020. and in that same time, my body shut down on me as well. It was my first day of remote work. I was 28 years old and out of nowhere, nowhere in a matter of 24 hours, I went from what I would have considered peak 
physical, mental, social, emotional functioning, really, really working on who I am in this world to having my life completely ripped out from under me. And my body shut down, as I said, I was paralyzed for several weeks. And the conversations that I had with doctors at that point, they weren't able to figure out what was going on. The conversations ranged from this possibly getting worse, uh, me possibly having to have my legs amputated or a case that they wouldn't be able to really say what would happen next. And I had to expect the worst. So in those moments, it was as if everything had really, everything that I had worked for in my young life was just coming, crumbling around me. And there is more to the story and I could fill in details and I'm happy to answer questions, but on my 29th birthday, which I spent in the hospital out of whatever miracles that do exist in the world, I took my first very wobbly steps again. And since then, my rehab journey has brought me new beginnings, new experiences. It has been my love. It has transitioned to my love of running, which I spoke about being a self-care habit. I don't run, though the physical benefits are incredible. I actually run to feel that connection to my body, to look down at my legs and see how incredible and powerful they are. And um, you know, to, to sort of reassert myself into my experience, but also into the world that I'm now living with that experience as a part of my journey. That's incredible. I love that. And I totally understand why you want to run now. I would too, if I'd gone through that, I'd be running. I used to run and I don't like to run anymore, but if I went through something like that, I'd be running. (laughs) (laughs) Just, I can't stop. I really can't. It's like, I I just, every time is a new euphoric experience. Makes me think of Forrest Gump. (laughs) It feels like Forrest Gump. (laughs) That's awesome. I have used that reference several times. That's exactly what I feel like. I just can't stop. I just keep going. So that's so cool. Well, so if there was one thing you would want to leave our audience with from our time together today, what would be that one thing you'd want them to remember? Such a great question to end with as well. I I use this in this is really, I should say, the string of my practice, the power of everything that I do. And it is really a saying that I generated as I was going through that experience. And that is to buy into the possibility of you. What it means is that we as human beings, as women, have so much power, possibility, and potential beyond our realm of vision. It's outside of the front of us and outside of our peripherals. We can't see it, but we have to know that it's there. And that's the buy-in process. Trusting in the fact that you have that power, potential, and possibility beyond what you can see to make happen in your life what you want to make happen in your life. So to buy into the possibility of you is what I love to leave audiences with. I hope that it compels people to think about their lives in a way that's not static, that's Mm -hmm. not stuck in its place. Though we want to be in this moment, 
We don't want to be stuck in this moment. We want to be in this moment and the next and the next. So buying into the possibility of you is really understanding that you are a self-efficacious human being. It's really self-efficacy, which is that we can do things that we've never done, but we know we have the capabilities to do so. And that is what the saying is about. That is how I empower so many with the counseling and the coaching that I do. And that is how I empowered myself to be able to use my circumstance as something that I, I continue to uh, allow to be a part of my experience rather than to push out of my experience. That's awesome. Beautiful. I love it. Thank you. I think Ju Juliet, I think you might have froze. Yep, I see that. She texted me. She's like, I think I'm she's like, I'm having issues. <laughs> I would love to close us out. So thank you so much, Brie, for joining us. And thank you to all of our listeners for being here. And we are just really grateful to have you all. And if there's anything you want to know, you want to connect with Brie, myself, or Julietta, all of our information will be in the show notes. Um, of course, this is live on our YouTube channel right now, and it will be launching out on our podcast here in just a few weeks. And we just really want to thank you. We are so grateful to our sponsor, Rebecca Schaefer, and we are grateful to Brie for being our guest and for all of our amazing audience members. And Julietta, do you want to close out with your last few words? I think you can hear. Oh, you just froze again. <laughs> hear me, so I'm. She's trying, she's really trying, but she would say, have a magical day. So everybody have a magical day. <laughs>